Hello, and welcome to your spiritual journey. Right now, your soul is speaking to you. I'm Jenny Israel, and I'm a medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. It is my mission to help you learn the tools you need to heal your life and discover your deeper purpose. In each episode, I will allow spirit to speak through me, and we will explore energy forecasting, teach you how to raise your vibration for overall wellness, increase your emotional intelligence to open up joy in your life, and guide you into spiritual evolution using topics such as energy healing, emotion code, sacred geometry, numerology, tarot, crystals, channeling, and much more. Take a deep inhale, let it out, and listen to your soul speak to you. Hey everybody, welcome back to Soul Speak with Jenny Israel. I am here with your energy forecast for February 2021. Wanted to give you a little bit of a high level uh, channeling on some of the things that I've been picking up coming into this month. For those of you who have been tuning in, uh, we've gotten some really great insight over the last week or so on astrology and some of the different energy events that are coming in as far as our our cosmic energies are concerned and for those of you who do subscribe to my newsletter uh, I have a little bit of a, a summary there as well about what I felt was coming in for the collective in February so I wanted to dig in a little bit further for those of you who wanted some information about this month I do feel that it's a very important month uh, for lots and lots of reasons We are currently in our Mercury retrograde right now through pretty much the end of February if you count the the post-shadow phase of the retrograde. And with the other planets at play, it's really doing some super interesting things. But if you recall last month, I, I did talk about the topic of the hero's journey. And kind of that, you know, the the whole idea of that cycle and, and what that means. And that I did very much feel that we were starting to break into a new cycle of the hero's journey. Which very often begins with a, a dark night of the soul. You know, we'll, we'll just say it. Of some level. And, and the level of the the dark night of the soul or the spiritual awakening, if you will, is going to be very different for each person depending on where they are in their lives, the work that they've done to this point, uh, the kind of sensitive that you are and the other things that you're anchoring at this time. The retrograde is supporting us in this process by placing us into a review period, a time to sort through the old details, if you will. It was actually when I sat down to do my card pull for the month of February, the first card that I pulled was actually from the Animal Totem deck uh, by Colette Baron-Reed, and I got Mouse Spirit, which is tend to the small things. It's all about going back into what you may have just kind of brushed over or hastily left out, you know, with this goal of kind of just let's just get through it and get to the finish line. Well, we're we're not really being allowed to push that hard right now. You know, it it does feel like 
we've kind of got our feet in the mud, so to speak. It's, you know, we're kind of trudging through and, and moving somewhat slow. And I think that that's on purpose. We're really being placed in a situation where we need to take a look at whatever is coming up for us right now. And it can be quite deep and quite mucky right now where we're finding ourselves more likely than not it's a repeated topic something that you've had to address in the past but what i'm finding again and again inside of this is that we're being driven back to think about the ways that we were hasty before things that we may have done to glaze over in order to avoid or escape finding a new connection with the levels of resistance that we have been met with before. And, you know, goes back to that old quote of what we resist persists. And I do feel that those things are coming back to face us fully. And the themes of this month being very much inside of that. The overall theme for the month is, it it came up in a quote actually in the book that I read every day called Journey to the Heart. And today's little quote that I was reading or a little um, meditation that I was reading, there was one sentence that really popped out at me and it was, remember that the point of greatest resistance is often the place of greatest learning. And so depending on what level we're being pushed into as far as our learning process will also be in correlation with the depth of the resistance that we're facing and experiencing. And a lot of times inside of that resistance is fear. And this is why we're resisting. It's why we're avoiding. It's why we're creating avenues and routes of escapism. So we don't have to fully go there and we don't have to fully feel it. This is the human technique, isn't it, for avoiding going into those dark places. But we're being reminded inside of the hero's journey that inside those deep dark places, there truly is love and forgiveness found there. And we are given those gifts as we are emerging Um, from the other side and that what gets us through is faith I mean in our deepest place faith and courage are the things that heal us and you know this was in Christ's teaching that it was on a personal level of of miraculous healing that people were experiencing was all due to their belief that they could heal the faith that there was something connected to them that would allow them to experience that miracle they truly believed it and that even when we're faced with darkness and fear and resistance that if we can go deep into ourselves go deep into our faith and our courage to continue to love ourselves in a very whole way all through that process that's what is going to bring us through to the other side And there are big themes uh, going into February, especially on a planetary level, about finding our support systems and those support systems becoming very, very clear 
as we moved deeper into the Venus aspect of this month, that our relationships would certainly be highlighted around how they support us. And that we potentially inside of this retrograde might see old relationships coming back that support that process of healing. It could be people coming back to remind us um, that we deserve more. It could be old people coming back onto our timeline that were very, very supportive at a time when we needed them most, and now they're back again to help us with that. But to really pay attention to that, you know, there was another quote I saw at some point this week that really resonated with me. And it basically, you know, I don't remember the exact words, but it was essentially at any given moment we're we're making the choice to either acknowledge the love and support that we have in our lives all around us, even on a spirit level, or we're choosing to allow ourselves to go into isolation and emptiness and despair where we feel that we are alone. You know, this was actually one of the other cards that I pulled inside of my February spread was a card from the Metatron deck by Amanda Ellis. It was card number 50, um, Signs from Spirit with Love. And it was just a reminder to me of that very thing that we, we truly are never alone. And that I think that that is a point of vigilance that we need to be inside of this month especially and this is where the theme that I had put in my newsletter really comes full full focus and I said you know February is a month to get naked and you know of course we can giggle and and think you know oh it's February it's the month of love you know Valentine's Day and you know, all of that and, and thinking about what does get naked mean, you know, passion, romance, sex, intimacy, um, you know, that level of naked. But, and yes, I do think we're in store for some of that this month as well. Thank goodness, you know, we've, we've got some of that going on. But um, I do think that it, it comes more into focus around our vulnerability, our courage to be naked in this dark place that we're in to put down this expectation that we have to do it all, that we're in a position of, of being a savior to others. So we cannot expose our weaknesses. We cannot expose that we have fallen apart. We can't expose that we've gone into our own darkness. And ultimately, that belief is rooted inside of codependence, which I think is one of the themes that we're being asked to release this year in a really big way. Each of us has a journey that's important and we must be trusted with our journey that we can feel our feelings and be okay, that we can think our thoughts and be okay, that we can go into these dark places and fall apart and still be okay. And have people around us that will support us through that process, not try to do it for us, not try to save us from ourselves, but yet hold space with total love and support. So as that person walks their hero's journey that they are meant to, they can just look up from their path and see the light and love all around them even in the darkest of places. 
And so I think inside of our own vulnerability and inside of allowing ourselves to be naked this month, it is also allowing ourselves to divulge those weaknesses, to give another person in our lives the opportunity to help and support us and to allow our heart to stay open enough that we can receive this support. And I think this is going to be the big difference in how our hero's journey looks because there is no getting around it. We're going in. We we are going in if we're not already in it. So if we know that we're going to go in, why not take this time to look around at your resources What tools do you have available to you? Maybe some that you haven't picked up in a while. You know, maybe that's sorting through some of the details. Maybe that's where the mouse spirit's going to come in to help. If like looking back, there's nothing wrong with looking back at previous strategies uh, where you were successful and re-engaging some of those tools. Looking at the resources that are around you. Who do you know? What are their skills? Where have you built this beautiful neurodiversity inside of your support systems that can allow you different perspectives on what you're going through? Provide you with different resources in order to help you along the way. This is what the hero's journey is all about. We're not meant to do it alone. In fact, if you look at the cycle, there's these little algorithms, these little charts. You know, you can all you have to do is Google it, um, and it shows you as we dip down into the first part of the hero's journey, as we're descending into death, basically, is what they call it. It's that place of death and rebirth, where we're going into those dark places to discover the things we haven't yet faced in order to put them down forever. Let them die. So we're not continuing to drag these dead bodies around with us. We are offered inside of that cycle mentors, teachers, support, there are people that naturally come into this part of the journey to help us. We are responsible for opening ourselves up, being naked enough and vulnerable enough to allow ourselves to receive those that are coming in with these gifts that are going to help teach us what we can accomplish by using our community and using our support system. Ending this cycle of martyrdom, if you will. I must do this alone. So... This is a really important lesson. If we are meant to spring really, really high up this year and start to touch true unity consciousness in what we're considering a 5D reality, wouldn't it make sense that we have to dip way, way down in order to touch those things that would prevent us from popping up to that really high place This is where I have set my crosshairs on this purity of light, this unity, this love, this joy, because let me tell you, I'm having my own personal experience right now. And I think that's the point, right? It's like even those that we we have placed at some point on a pedestal and said, they're our savior. They're the ones that know how to do these things. They're the ones that will show us the way. Guess what? Those people are falling off their pedestals or jumping. I mean, that's pretty much what I 
would like to do. You know, it's like I never asked to be put up there, but I think it's sometimes it's a natural relationship that gets cultivated inside of students and teachers, you know, mentors, um, clients and counselors, you know, whatever that looks like. You do pick someone that you listen to for sage advice that you can hold on to as a resource. And there's nothing wrong with that. But at some point, we all have to realize that we are no one's savior except ourselves. And that this is where on a unity and equality level, we come together as a community of souls to help one another through these hero's journeys that we're all going through. One of the other cards that I pulled for the month um, was from my Lemurian deck, and it was the card of Mount Shasta, which interestingly enough is considered the root chakra of planet Earth. And so I think we are being asked to go back to our roots, go back to simplicity, go back to the basics, and really dig into where our origins are. Are we healing deep, deep ancestral patterns for those of us who believe in reincarnation and past life work or parallel life work or, you know, these kinds of things, multidimensional work, you know, are there origins that are coming back to us now to close those gaps, close those cycles? Are we being asked to kind of collapse our timeline, so to speak, in order to deal with karma that just keeps cycling through? Like, where are our origins? And really getting back to our roots to answer these really deep questions and not to forget, we're not just looking for the broken things. We're not, we're looking for our gifts. We're digging deep into our successes, into our strength, into our courage, into our faith. So what does your ancestral origin bring you? as far as that's concerned, not just where we're broken. We have to stop looking at ourselves as broken things that need to be fixed. These are amazing strengths and, and abilities that we're getting to access now. And the darker and the deeper we go, the, the further down we've got to dig, right? To, to find these things inside of ourselves. And this is one of the gifts that we discover on the other side. So there were a couple um, cards that I had chosen from my, my Jesus Oracle deck. And it goes back to what I was saying. You know, the, the scripture talked about being able to take comfort in our faith, that that's truly what heals us is is the courage to continue even in our darkest day because deep in us we have the faith and we do believe that if we keep going we will we'll breach the surface again we'll be back into the light even if it seems like we're reaching for a miracle that we don't give up and even inside of this place that I think it, it's, it is in those moments of pure desperation. I think I've said this before, where we're brought to our knees, that we finally look up and we, we go back to our origins of source, whatever your belief systems are. And truly going back to basics, you know, there's no other path but God's path or your creator's path or source's path. And that is a path of love and peace. And so we're being asked to hold ourselves in the energy of this. 
And I tell you, it's it just by design as these cards came out one at a time that the what a beautiful story they told the you know, the final card that I pulled was from my uh, color color deck that I have the secret language of color. And the I pulled this card a few times in the last week, actually. It keeps popping out of the deck. It's the number six card of the rose. And number six, I do attribute to the Divine Mother energy, the Goddess energy, if you will, um, Mother Mary. And the rose certainly is is associated with that feminine energy. And even inside of the, the Goddess tradition or the Ascended Masters that are women, um, something called the Sisterhood of the Rose. And from the color perspective rose red actually isn't what we would consider a true red it really is built more from uh pink like deep deep tones of of pink intense hues of pink and the rose is the highest vibrational flower on the planet it it is said to vibrate unconditional love the same vibration as unconditional love and gratitude and so this color ray of the rose helps to keep our heart open even in times like now where we might be feeling desperation or desolation uh, loneliness despair um, sadness sorrow whatever it is that we're working through that the this rose vibration does help keep our heart open to process that journey and when we can keep our heart open during our most vulnerable moments we are also leaving the door open to receive the love and the peace and the gratitude that will ultimately serve as some of our our highest healing vibrations in our hero's journey because when we come out on the other side it is it's considered the gifts of the goddess that come in on the other side it's this forgiveness this compassion this unforgiving unconditional love that we experience that allows us the that final process of the hero's journey which is considered atonement right and and who do we have to forgive first ourselves so we are being asked to look at this more from a perspective of self and what we are cultivating inside of ourselves based on our beliefs and our faith and how life is trying to mirror that back to us. And and going back to the, the card that I pulled from the Metatron deck, the signs from spirit with love, we're being sent synchronicities and signs from our spirit family all the time. But are we choosing to allow ourselves to receive those signs and can we actually see them? And this becomes the big difference of whether or not we're picking up on these synchronicities that we're actually receiving all day, every day. So we're asking for help from spirit and they're all there standing, waiting to support us all day, every day, waiting for us to say, please come and help me with this. And will continue to send you signs maybe some you've you've specifically chosen for loved ones who have passed on you know maybe there's just something that you're used to receiving you know maybe it's repeated numbers maybe it's feathers maybe it's pennies maybe it's a color maybe it's a song maybe it's music in general you know whatever it is that you have opened yourself up to receive from spirit you know, part of our nakedness this month and the vulnerability is, again, keeping ourselves, no matter how hard it is, and as much as we might resist that rawness, that this is the true path to healing. 
And if we can heal this relationship with ourselves by really going within to review this and take a look at what our potentially our new vision for ourselves might be coming out of this, our life will start to mirror those things back at us inside of our relationships with others, inside of our career, inside of our financial situation, inside of our physical health, whatever it is that you're struggling with to create this new image of healing. If we're visioning that through love and forgiveness and compassion of self, no matter where we are, then we will come out on the other side of this in a much broader understanding and a more intimate connection with where unity consciousness is trying to take us. We can't move back into unity consciousness if we have not discovered the support and of our community because part of unity consciousness is the, the idea of that we're all in this together. That we are here to love, forgive, and support one another. That we're here to live in harmony. That ultimately your time is equal to mine. Your values are equal to mine. Your belief systems are just as valid as mine. That we are here to give and receive through, through those gifts that we can offer to one another inside of our neurodiversity and the, the God-given gifts that we have. So... The card that I had pulled that I had actually put inside of my newsletter that was the the overall message for the month of February was from Doreen Virtue's old Angels of Romance Oracle deck. And it was the card of worth waiting for. And I just thought this was so beautiful because ultimately when you allow yourself to just be where you are, do the work that's been put in front of you, Keeping a steady pace, just one foot in front of the other, allowing yourself to go through this process of evolution and resurrection and revelation, the result will always be worth it. Even if you feel like you're trudging through and, and everything in your body is screaming, let's just run. Let's just run to get to the other side so we can get through this, you know, and that's, that's the escapism that I was talking about. You know, it's like, let me find the shortcut. Let me find the fastest way through this. The only way to truly get through something is to go through it. And the version of ourselves that awaits us on the other side is the version of ourselves that is worth waiting for. And we often hear this when we're talking to people about their relationships, right? It's like the person that can't seem to find that partner that they've been dreaming of, that their heart is calling out for. How many times do you hear that advice from people? Don't settle Don't settle on the first thing that crosses your path. The one that's meant for you is going to be worth waiting for. Well, I find this very true about that best version of ourself. That we might be in some really difficult times. That we might be facing levels of our own darkness that maybe we've never faced before. Maybe this looks different. It's uncharted territory. We haven't navigated it before. We're desperate to go back and use those tools that worked for us before and suddenly we're coming up dry, coming up empty-handed. Well, maybe it's because we're meant to be reaching out for that unity, that community, 
the opposite of separation, the opposite of isolation. The illusion of separateness is something that we're trying to shed as we're evolving towards this place of unity consciousness. As we descend into this place, keeping these themes in mind, going back to these basic things of understanding that even if we don't understand exactly where we are or what we're supposed to be doing, that there is a deep purpose inside of this shift for ultimately not just our own personal evolution, but for the evolution of our world as we know it. And so this is the message I have for you going forth into February, our proverbial month of love, that as we go deeper and deeper into this hero's journey, that you consider these messages from spirit. Hopefully they help you uh, create some sort of blueprint to travel within or at least just sit inside of it for a little while and to reach out for help. And don't be afraid to reach out for help. Until you actually do, you can't discover how much you are loved, how much you would be missed if you weren't here, how much of a purpose that you serve in others' lives, and how many people would literally be there and just jump on the opportunity to help. And this is your opportunity to open yourself to receive that. So go out and get naked this month. Make it fun (laughs) where you can find joy in these moments, find reflective gratitude in these moments. And as always, I'm sending you lots and lots of light and love, blessing and prayers for your month. And until next time, let your soul speak to you. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Soul Speak. I'm Jenny Israel, medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. You can learn more by following me on Facebook or Instagram at Jenny Israel CPC. That's Jenny Israel and then the letter CPC. If you would like to receive more messages from Spirit directly to your mailbox, visit JennyIsrael.com, scroll down to the bottom, and subscribe to my newsletter. You can also contact me through my website or social media to set up a one-on-one session or to check out my upcoming spiritual development classes. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please help support my show by giving it a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Spirit and I will speak to you again soon. Blessings and light to all.